welcome back to Lead with Compassion with me, your host, Nico McCall. In episode 22, I started the conversation of moving into the space of self-compassion. And I talked a lot more about running than I ever thought I would. My running journey parallels my self-compassion journey in many ways. Making progress, sliding back, learning to give myself space to just be. It has also helped me with my journey to self-compassion. Running, for me, ended up giving me a lot of opportunities to practice self-compassion. And I think that is important, absolutely necessary. Practice. What I always tried to do was just decide I was going to make a change. In this case, have self-compassion. And I would inevitably slide back to my previously established habits, which did not include self-compassion. Probably, on top of that, get down on myself for not being able to be successful. Doesn't sound much like self-compassion. Okay, so how do we learn and put into practice self-compassion? In episode 17, I outlined some steps to help you go from knowing better to doing better. Those steps could apply here. I'll list them out. Then I want to slow down and focus on first learning how to go from beating yourself up to having compassion for yourself. What does the beginning of that look like? The steps I use to help me move from knowing better to doing better are one, become aware of your thoughts. Two, decide how you would like to behave instead. Three, know your triggers. Four, develop little tricks to assist you. Five, once those tricks become habit, develop more tricks. Six, be open about the work you're doing and your end goal. Seven, allow others to help you with your accountability. And eight, question your thoughts. Dig beneath your habits. For now, I'm going to focus on the first of these steps. Awareness. Noticing when you are beating yourself up and what you tell yourself. Once you can easily do those things, go back to those eight steps and use them to help you go further. Even now, and especially when I was first starting out, I was well down the road of beating myself up before I knew I was doing it. Sometimes I was all nice and cozy in my cave before I realized I was beating myself up. Then... Once I realized I was in my cave or beating myself up, I would get down on myself even more. I would just dwell in this feeling of being a horrible person, being unlovable. Whatever event that had happened to trigger the spiral played on repeat in my mind, just feeding my mental state. While that movie played, I was also telling myself I was stupid, should have done this thing better. Sometimes I would get stuck comparing myself 
to the other person in the situation or to someone else who had gone through a similar thing but seemed to succeed with ease. Other times I would get down on myself for being too sensitive or being bothered by something I shouldn't be bothered by, stewing in my self-pity. Maybe it happens differently for you. Maybe you keep replaying things from your past, dwelling on the negative aspects, trying to create a better outcome by figuring out what you should have done or said instead. Beating yourself up could also be in the labels you give yourself. Stupid, dumb, lazy, a procrastinator, emotional, impulsive, failure, outcast, not competent, can't make eye contact. Any seemingly small descriptor that you say almost in passing after I'm or I'm just. Even thinking that other people are noticing all the worst as you see them parts of yourself or this bad thing always or only happens to you. And I've talked previously about all the shoulds we smother ourselves with, all the shoulds about how we should look, but also what we feel obligated to do, particularly in the relationships that are not the healthiest. And still more, what you tell yourself when you stay quiet or silence yourself instead of speaking up. Perhaps expectations of being shut down by the other person. This is how self-compassion begins. With awareness. Just like learning how to do better, we start by becoming aware of our thoughts. When I first started trying to be aware of my thoughts... I would set an intention of checking in with my thoughts at random times throughout the day. Then the next day I would wake up and realize I didn't check in once. As you get into practicing self-compassion, you will realize that I was in the perfect place to do just that when I realized I hadn't stopped to be aware of my thoughts. When I woke up that next day, I could have gotten down on myself, told myself all the negative things about me that kept me from following through with my intentions. Or I could acknowledge that yesterday didn't go the way I intended and set new intentions for the new day. For me, this is one of the most effective ways to practice self-compassion. I'm pretty sure, though, that I could continue with this new pattern forever. So, why does it matter whether or not I know what my thoughts are throughout the day? Well, how does it feel when someone else says something negative about you? Or says negative things most of the time you talk with them? I'm guessing not good, yet that's what we do to ourselves. 
So here's my suggestion. Make a list. Journal, free write, dictate into your phone. Maybe you can start by scheduling a time once a day to make this list. On this list, put all the negative things you told yourself throughout the day or thought, even about another person. Just write them all down. When you start this process, the only point to making this list is to start to become aware of your thoughts. Don't even keep it. Make the list, then toss it. If you start to become aware of your thoughts throughout the day, write them down in the moment if you can. Another thing you can do is include what other people say to and about themselves. It might be easier to start this way, to recognize when someone else is being hard on themselves. Write it all down. What you hear someone else say may clue you into a way you've been beating yourself up that you weren't even aware of. Once you become aware of your thoughts, what you're telling yourself throughout the day, it's time to modify those thoughts. Just like those lists of all the negative thoughts we've been thinking, we're now going to make new lists. These new lists are going to be affirmations or mantras. I suggest making a comprehensive list. Be intentional with what you write down. Search the internet. Pay attention to how you encourage others and how others encourage you. Write it down. I use an affirmation app, the I Am app. Three times a day, this app sends me an affirmation. I favorite the ones that really land, that feel inspirational. I write them in my calendar, on sticky notes, in my notebooks. These words we use and ways we've learned to beat ourselves up are just that. Things we've learned. Other people who lacked self-compassion taught us these ways of thinking. It could have been parents, older siblings, friends, movies, TV shows, people in our communities, society. No one, not even you, deserves to hear the negative things we tell ourselves. If you just tried to refute what I said, write that down. It's the perfect place to begin. No one. Not even you deserves to hear the negative things we tell ourselves. I think this is why I've stuck with running this time around. The running app I use breaks down the workout, starting with small steps. In a 34-minute workout, I only had to run nine minutes and no longer than a minute and a half at a time. And if that had been too much, a different workout program would have slowed it down even more. I started small, with something I could succeed at. I didn't go into it expecting to be able to run a 5k on the first day. It's been a year since I started the program and I still have not run a 5k without walking. That's just where I am. 
It's not good or bad, it just is. What's good is that I have moved into a mental space around my running that is 100% encouraging. That's my win. I mean, do I remember that every day? No. What happens now, though, is that I hear the thought about not yet completing this program or how my legs felt so heavy during the last run. Whatever the thought is, I hear it, acknowledge that I had it, then I let it go and immediately replace it with an encouraging thought. I'm still running. I'm still going out there, still pushing myself. I still like it. Those thoughts feel so much better. What started to happen just recently is that I've started to believe those positive thoughts. I'm not just replacing my negative thoughts with positive, encouraging ones anymore. In between hearing the negative thought and replacing it, I've started also hearing myself say, well, that's not true. And then knowing instead that the positive thought I have is what's true. Just in this last month, I've gotten to that place. One of the most important things for me was letting go of the added judgment when I noticed I was telling myself negative things, beating myself up. Noticing it is just that, noticing it. It's not further reason to beat yourself up. It's actually a great thing. It's you becoming aware. If this is where you're at in your journey of self-compassion, I applaud you. Starting is hard. If you've started before and are trying again, that can be even harder. Just keep practicing. Self-compassion is not all or nothing. For me, sometimes it doesn't even feel like baby steps. Sometimes it feels like the tiniest drop of water. Keep practicing. Start wherever you are, then keep practicing. In this 24th episode, I'm pausing to acknowledge where I am. So many times I get excited about a new idea. Start it, get off track, try to pick it back up, get off track again, and then let it go. I've gone through that cycle more times than I can count. Episode 25 will be the last episode in season one. I feel like I'm in a great place with this podcast, and I want to set myself up to continue to succeed with it. I'm learning on this journey that I don't have to push myself until I fail just to prove that I'm a failure. Let me know where you are in your journey. Are you just starting out? How do you feel about it? Scared? Excited? Apprehensive? I was all of those things when I started, and still cycle through them. Let me know how your journey is going. Contact info is in the show notes and can be found on the website, leadwithcompassionpodcast.com. Come back for episode 25. I'm going to wrap up season one so I can prepare for season two. Please follow and review this podcast. I'm getting a lot out of it, but it is for you. Thanks for listening. 
I'll see you next time. Thank you.